Evil Squid Comics podcast. We're in season six, episode two. Seems like it'd be more than episode two. Anyway, I'm Drew. I'm Don. I'm Scott. And we get together every couple of weeks and we talk about movies, TV shows, and most importantly, comic books. All right. So that's what we do. Thanks for joining us. That's what we do. Yes. Um, what did we watch? Oh, I we're guess. doing that first. And we usually do. I just mixed it up a couple times. Usually? I, usually, I don't know. I mean, the last I don't remember if times. I talked about this last time. Did I watch The Killers? Did I tell you about The, the Killers, Killers of the Flower, the Flower Moon? Moon? You watched that? Yeah. Was it three and a half hours long? It was. It was very long. It was did you watch it too? No, I oh. can't. I had the opportunity to. To obtain said movie, but I was like, no. I would like to watch it. I just haven't carved out three and a half hours in my schedule yet. Yeah, you can break it up. I will break it up. I won't watch it in one sitting. We did it in two. Yeah, no, it will be broken up. Probably, probably in like six segments. It's very sad. Well, yeah, that's about Native Americans assuming. getting their oil stolen out from under them by the whitey. By whitey. Well, who else would steal it? By the white man. <laughs> I thought it was a good movie. I liked it, but it was sad. Cool. We, I can't remember what we were on. We watched Black Midnight Mass. Oh, we yeah. yeah. That. We watched With that the series. vampires or whatever. That was the worst of the, of Is all it? of them. And see, that was the one I liked the most. And it's, I still didn't think it was all that great, but. Mm. I watched. And we've got halfway through now. Fall of House of Usher. We made it through the first four episodes. Yeah. We had the last four to do, but I don't know if we will go back for not. Brandy's not liking it, and I'm just kind of like it. Yeah. So. I really like that one. I watched everything, everywhere, all at once. You loved it, didn't you? I liked it. I don't. Okay. I didn't love it. Okay. That came out like five years ago, dude. It felt. It won the Academy Award last year, so it's only been out for a year and a half. It felt like it has some. <laughs> artsy moments so I figured, it's very artsy so i figured you'd love it it's pretty cool i mean it's very stylist stylistic yes. so yeah. it was fun um i think i got part way through i got kind of hung up on like how dog fingers no how the, exactly it worked and i think that took me out of the movie a little bit because it didn't quite make it make sense completely mm. but i got a little fixated on that so it kind of messed me up but overall, it was good. It had a cool kind of story and message and, you know, character arc and all that good stuff. Right, right. But yeah, that was good. It was fun. We are watching Succession. Oh, so good. Good luck with that. How far are it's you, good. though? Uh, we're like three or... We're like halfway through season two. Okay, so you're pretty far in. Because there's four seasons, right? Yeah. Is it over? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. It's over, over. Have you watched it? No. My brother just tells me about it all the time, though, because he loves it. Fuck off. I kind of hated <laughs> that show the first two seasons, because I hated all the people, and it was kind of a grind. Yeah. By season three, it's kind of like Mad Men. By, like, season three or four, you're, 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 you're in, you know? You still hate the people, and they're still horrible, and you can't, don't understand, but... But yeah, it's like, it's a weird one. There have been a couple... I can't... Did Christy watch that with you? She did. Wow. There have been times when me and Barbara like look at each other and go, what the fuck? <laughs> like, wow. Like what? Give me an example. I don't know. Like when, uh, whatever, Spencer, uh, uh Ro- no, Romulus. Romulus. Rom, Romy, Roman. 
Roman? Yeah, his okay. real name is... They call him Romulus. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. I never... It took me forever to figure out why they, they call her Shiv. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh... But anyway, they call Kieran Culkin's character. Kieran Culkin's character. Yeah. yeah. When, when he starts to work there and he goes up into his office and just jerks off on the window. <laughs> so classy. I'm just like, we're like, what are we... What did you decide to watch? What are we watching? And then... What's his name? Um, Tom? Uh, Shin's yeah. husband? Yeah, oh my god. When they go to his bachelor party? <laughs> it's like... This... This, this hooker or a girl, she like blew me. And then kissed me, and then put it back in my mouth, and then I swallowed it. <laughs> he was like, that was great. He's like, I think there's a word for that. <laughs> <like>, Snowball? <laughs> like, but, I mean, and then Roman shows up with her. With, he yeah, starts yeah, dating her. her. He's such a dick. Oh, He's, my God. He's like the worst. Well, they're all the worst. He is the worst, I think. Actually... In a lot of ways, he's the best. Yeah? In a lot of ways. He reminds me of Matt. Tharp? <laughs> Tharp. Yeah. Just the way he's... The, the way, way he handles himself or holds no, himself. No, no, no. The way he... The, <laughs> yes, because I've seen... No, the, the way he's just like... Um, like, he'll ask a question, and yeah. then he'll just be like, oh, I don't care. Or he'll be like... he'll You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. quirky part of him. Like, sure. It kind of reminds me of... I don't yeah, know. Not really me, but yeah, I, I, sure. That's um, fine. Cool. Yeah, I, yeah, they're... The dad is insane. Oh, he's, he's the worst person he's on the planet. And his kids are close behind. Oh, them. my God. The second season that we're in... That, um... Ket, is it Ken? Kendall? Uh-huh. He is just, like, totally... Totally, like, just... Destroyed. Like, he has no reason to live. Like, yeah, he's always Like, he's destroyed. just whipped. It, like, I watched just... it all at once. So I'm not sure where he's at in the second season. Like, what's wrong with him at that well, point? Well, he's just a whipped puppy. Look at, at the end of the first season is when he gets in that car wreck. Okay, and then so that happened in the first He's going to take a... Yeah, that's like okay, the Okay, so he's hanger. basically been... He's been... His dad is... Yeah, he's got his control on him at that yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, and he just, like, goes into his office and sits at the desk and yep. just stares, whatever he's, stares yeah. at the wall. He's currently a broken man. <laughs> he is so broken. Like, Barbara's like, oh, my God. She's like, he is... He's bad. No, like, changes. just... Don't worry. That's not good. Kendall pulls out of his funk. Wow. And turns... turns well, out they keep... He I, is the worst. I don't know that... Um, well, obviously, it's not going to happen, but they keep playing it up because he keeps going up onto the buildings and looking uh, out over yeah. the... Like, he's going to kill himself. Yeah. Like he, but, I mean... He's pretty much always about to kill himself in this yeah. show, it seems like. Yeah. And... Greg, egg, egg, Greg, the egg, or whatever. <laughs> he might be the smartest one out all, like... Oh no! It's so funny though, because like he kept he shredded the documents and he kept some, and then he goes to Tom because he wants to leave or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, "What if I had something <laughs> on you?" And he's like, "Are you asking me if you can blackmail me?" Yeah. And he's like, he tells him to go shred. Well, you probably heard the story, but there's like this huge scandal with like their cruises and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they go in to like shred documents, and so he sends. Greg. His cousin, Greg. Is it like on Christmas Day or something? Uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, okay. Yes. Yeah. 
Which he's icky at the beginning too because like right. he just shows up oh, to like right. ask for a job and then he's yeah. like at the party and then he's like, probably the best he's part he's like in the hospital the best part about greg is as he goes through he becomes more and more like them and more and more despicable you know ah. what i mean like when he starts he's, he's kind of innocent right right well oh, no, not, not really. really innocent but not as bad right? right but by the end he's like just oh, he's horrible because he's like he's like uh he shows up at the at his his grand because he doesn't have a job, so he shows up. His mom, tell, he's like a leech, basically, oh, yeah. he but he is. latches on. But like he's he's in the hospital. Like they don't know if he's gonna live or not. Yeah. And he's like sitting next to the wife or somebody. He's like, yeah, he told me he was gonna give me a job. Did he yeah. mention anything about <laughs> that to you before he like died? You know, I'm like, oh my god, like, dude, read the room, like, pick your spot. You know, yeah. But he goes, they send him to go shred these documents that they're trying to hide, cover shit up. So they send him to do it because he's, somebody has to check him out, the files out. And then if they have to go back and try to find him, then his name will be yeah, on there. That yeah. he checked him out and he destroys him. But he keeps, <laughs> I copy. didn't realize what he was doing. He's like a copy of him. Because he's like, he's uh, like, yeah, one for Greg. <laughs> it's like one in there. <laughs> it's like one for Greg, one in there. And so then like... I don't know, 10 episodes later or whatever, like, he's trying to get something out of his boss or whatever, and he's yeah. just like, yeah, you remember when uh, you had me go shred that stuff? He's like, what if uh, what if I told you that I, uh, I might have kept some of them, <laughs> and I might try to use them later on when I need it? And he's like, are you trying to blackmail me? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, are you asking me permission to blackmail me? <laughs> yeah, I, no, it's, it's a good show. But it's a good show. It's, it's, I think it's a little overhyped, though. Like, I didn't think it was as good as I said it was, but yeah. it's still pretty good. It's up there. I like, uh, oh God, what is his name? What's the main guy's name? Logan um, Roy. Um, Lo Logan Roy. Cox. Brian, Brian Cox. Cox. Yeah, Brian Cox. It's just like whenever somebody, fuck off. <laughs> like, I've started doing yeah. that now. Like, whenever somebody loses, it's like, fuck off. There's so much language in that show. Like, oh, I mean, I it's like, oh my God, I... It's like Scarface times ten. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, so he's the worst. Ken Kendall's the worst. Oh yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's already. It's like the second season. He's already tried to take over the company twice. <laughs> he's not had it work out either time. No. No. It's yeah. I know th that that whole scene. That's another one. Like in the very first episode, when they go to it's his birthday and they go to play softball. Mm -hmm. And oh uh, yeah, he's Roman's like somebody gets hurt or no, Kendall has to leave, so they have an open spot, <clears throat> so they need somebody to play, and they have like the groundskeepers, like a man and a woman, and they have a kid, and he's probably like ten, and and Roman's like, come on, he's like, come on, you can play, you can play, come on, get up to bat, and so this little kid comes up there, you know, and he's getting ready to hit, and he's like, hold on, <laughs> hold on, he's like. I will give you a million dollars if you hit a home run. He's like, I'll write a check. And he runs over, he gets his checkbook, and he writes a fucking check for a million dollars to this 10-year-old kid whose parents work for him. And he's like, he's like, okay, go. And so the kid hits it. And, like, everybody's letting him go. Like, they're yeah. just letting him go. And then right at home plate, I think it's Tom or whatever, like, tags him out. <laughs> like, he gets to the home plate, and they tag him out. And Roman's like, Oh, so close, man. Tough break. <laughs> he takes the check and just fucking shreds it up in front of the kid and, like, throws it 
down. This kid's like <laughs> losing his mind. And then the greatest part is like the lawyers or whatever come over right after and like, we're going to need you to sign this NDA. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like you got the parents signing the NDA stuff for this kid. I mean, some he gave, did he give him the watch? They Somebody gave, gave him a watch. They gave him some money, they but gave not a million dollars. <laughs> That's just, the worst thing. I'm just like, oh my god, they are the worst so people. Dickish. Yeah, Roman is such a jerk. But uh, yeah, there was that one part where he's like, the dad was like talking, or it might have been at the retreat because we just did the retreat, um, which that got crazy. But he's like, how much does a gallon of milk cost? Who the fuck cares? He's like, who even drinks milk? He's <laughs> like, nobody drinks milk. He's like, this doesn't help with the price. And it is, I'm almost done, I promise. It is funny though, after Kendall got whipped, they drive him around on a motorcycle now. <laughs> Every time he just rides yeah, around on a motorcycle. That. It was to put him in his place, I guess. Well, I thought it's because they couldn't trust him to drive because he didn't want to drive because he had that car accident. No, I don't think that's it. I think that's it. No, I don't think that's it. I think it's a little jab. No, I think he doesn't want to be in a car. Hmm. He's messed up. I never got that. Google it, I guess. Well, that... I told you we were almost done. That one part where he, like, goes into the, the place and buys some stuff mm -hmm. and then grabs the batteries off the wall yeah. and then walks out and throws them in the trash. Like, we had to stop. I'm like, what is he grabbing off the wall? He's and then, like, what did he throw away? Yeah, he was stealing back. He's stealing. And then they, they say steal. it a little bit later because he's been covering it up because he's just been yeah. shoplifting. Yeah. He's, he's... Yeah, he's creepy. Can you believe... Can you... Can you blame him? <laughs> that yes. whole family is I can like... blame him. Yeah, no, I mean... Well, I mean, okay, here. When you get down to it like him, like he's tried to take over the company twice, yeah. right? Like, he no, may his dad not be a good guy. Yeah, his totally. dad messed him up. But then, like, even when, like, this, the, after that, when he gets fired. Yeah. After the first time or he leaves or whatever. Yeah. Like, he tries to go out on his own. Yeah. And he goes to try to do that art thing or whatever. Yeah. And they tell him, no, dude, we're not going to go with you. Your name. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, I was thinking about that. Like, he tried to go on his own. Yeah. But he just keeps getting pulled back in because there's nowhere else for him to go because everybody hates that yeah. name so bad. But he could take his money and just go live his Well, he life. could. He doesn't need to have power and no. companies and No, all he that doesn't. Stuff. But in But that he thinks he does. Right. But in that aspect though, like yeah, they hardly show him with his kids. Like he could hang out with his kids, like not do drugs yeah. and hang out with your kids. He could hang out with his family you know? and like, just he could be a dad and family. he's got plenty of money. He doesn't have to Right. He's he's fixated on having control and power is what it yes. is. Yeah. He wants to be a big shot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry. So I don't feel That's sorry. Okay. That took a long time. And I'm only a season and a half in. We'll probably be done by the time. Probably. We have the next podcast because we're just tearing through it. Yeah. How many episodes are there a season? Ten. Ten. The I, think there's, was... I think the last season had 11 maybe. Yeah. The first there's season like 41. Ten. I think there's 41 total. Cool. Um... We, I watched um, The Meg 2. Oh, yeah. Have you guys seen that? Yes. I was I not. The first one was it. better. Way better. The first, the second one was stupid. <laughs> like, it was just was bad. Really like, stupid. the first one was, like, stupid but fun. The second one was just stupid and bad, in my opinion. <laughs> like, it, like, it literally jumped a shark, both figuratively. Yes. And literally. I mean, what yes. do you yeah. expect? 
I expected it to be two. like the second one or like the first one, just kind of fun and goofy and just enjoyable. Just but, more of it. Yeah, but it was. I don't know. I, it didn't even make any sense. I think that was a problem. It just was all over the place. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Well, like, okay, there's the Meg 2, but then there's, like, an octopus in it. When it's like, why is there an octopus? And there's, like, these... There's dinosaurs. Well, yeah, and there's dinosaurs just for no reason. I'm like, why are there dinosaurs? Why do we have dinosaurs and a big shark and an octopus? And an octopus. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. I think they just thought it'd be cool. Probably. Yeah. Did, um... Oh, I was going to say it because I knew I was going to forget it, and then I forgot it. Oh, the uh, did either of you guys watch? Did we talk about it? The uh, uh, monsters, uh, the Godzilla thing on Apple, Monarch, Monarch, yeah, Legacy of Monsters, monsters or whatever, monsters or something yeah, <laughs> on Apple Plus. Have I, you watched it? No, yeah. I just had a friend of mine. It looks like it's we pretty good, it. but it's pretty good. It's yeah. it's it's not bad. I mean, it it's done well. I think, but I think the the whole Monarch, the whole like. Godzilla, King Kong, like all that stuff. I think the they've, they've been done well. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think better than anything that's ever been done with that stuff with sure. that franchise. Yeah. Um, and I like those movies. So I mean, I think if you are into that, it it's probably the same quality of the movies, or maybe a little bit better. You know what I, I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. But I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah, we we watched it. It. it might be a little long, like they might drag it out just a little bit, but um, I don't know. I did watch something that I really liked that you both have probably seen: the unbearable weight of massive <laughs> talent. I watched that. Yeah, he told us about that last time, but yeah, we have a while it. back. Yeah, a while back, not last a while time. Back. Yeah, maybe it was. The time. It was a couple of months ago. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, did you enjoy it though? It was very enjoyable. Yeah, it was good. It. Yeah, it was I mean, so meta. It's kind of cool seeing Nick Cage play Nick, play a Nick Cage, but not really yeah. Nick Cage, but a version of Nick. Cage. And he is so annoying at first in there, you know, things, but uh, but yeah, he's so Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah. But Pedro Pascal, he was hilarious through that too. Yeah, he's just like great. worshiping him or whatever yeah. else and things. So it, I liked it. It, it but was I didn't. I do admit I knew nothing about that movie at all going in, and uh, I know very so, little about. So all I knew I was, is it was Nick Cage playing himself. Yeah, like, that's I didn't about know all the plot. I, know. I, I think I watched nothing in that. I had to convince Chris to watch it, so I showed her like half the trailer. So we kind of had the setup a little bit. But. Yeah, but I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah, yeah. I also watched uh, May December. Have either of you guys watched that? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it is. Made. May December. May, May December. May December. No, I don't know what that it's, is. It's it's a fictionalized version kind of of that of that teacher who slept with like her seventh grade student. Okay. But it's not technically about them, but it's very similar to that. And so the basic premise has Natalie Portman, um what's her face? Juliana Moore. And Natalie Portman is an actress who is who is studying that lady to play her in a film mm-hmm. and so she comes and stays with the couple and it's just kind of about the weirdness of that mm-hmm. it's weird he says dynamic. that that lady teacher who slept with her student that could be there's like a hundred there's a lot of them but this, seventh grader but this one in particular and it was in the 90s yeah and this one in particular she got in trouble for it actually even went to jail when she got Correct. out they actually got married mm. and, and i think they they're still kids. married they to this day. Well. yeah actually yeah. she died Oh, is that what happened? Of okay. cancer. And they actually separated shortly before she died. Okay, okay. Um, in the movie, they're still well, together. Oh, yeah, she had cancer. I mean, why would you stay with her? Oh, yeah. But it's, yeah. It's, an interesting, it's an interesting film. Obviously, it's about a very kind of tragic situation, but I think it handles it 
in a very mature, interesting way, I guess, to kind of shows the nuance and the, you know, complexity of it. I guess. <clears throat> okay. So, I mean, I, th- I found it an interesting movie. I don't know that I said I enjoyed it. Right. But, uh, but yeah. I watched, um, so I watched the latest Chappelle special, Chappelle stand-up. I saw the latest one. I saw his first one he did when he came back. <laughs> you, do you watch Chappelle at all? Do you like Dave well, Chappelle? He's all right. I watched the, sh- the Dave Chappelle show back in the day. So like the last, I don't know that I've really watched hardly any of his stand-up. But lately, he just he's been hammering like the um, um, transgender transgender people, yeah, right? He so he's kind of known for that. For that. Yeah. yeah, he was taking heat for it. I love the more so, heat they give him, the more he does it. I know. <laughs> so like the beginning of this new one, he goes through this story, which is all just set up for a joke. Yeah. A transgender joke. Sure. But basically what it was, which I didn't even know this, but like uh, when Jim Carrey was playing Andy Kaufman, the man of the moon mm-hmm. or whatever that was called, mm-hmm. like he turned into Andy Kaufman. Like he had people on the set call him oh, yeah. Method Andy acting. Kaufman. Yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't realize that with that. Well, I guess it's been out for a while. I was just flipping through like Netflix and they made a movie because they filmed a bunch of that behind the scenes stuff back when they were making the movie mm-hmm. but then like Paramount whoever like told them it couldn't get out gotcha. so it like stayed hidden for like 20 years sure. and then they released it and made like a documentary mm-hmm. so I've started I haven't finished it but I'm like halfway through it the doc the whatever documentary Jim Carrey making Andy the Andy Kaufman movie being Andy Kaufman and it's so weird because dude, he's just a weird dude anyway. Like they start out Kaufman or Carrie or Chappelle. Both. I mean, I'm totally confused on where you're going with Jim this. Carrey. <laughs> and so like he's sitting there like at the beginning and they're talking to him like now, right? Or like whatever, when it was made twenty eighteen. And he's just like, Yeah, man, he's like, I tried out for the part and then like I was just sitting out in the ocean, I was like, send me a sign and then like they told me I got the part or whatever, and then, like, these dolphins showed up, and I was like, okay, and then he's just like, so I just, I knew it was meant to be, <laughs> he's like, so yeah, he's just, like, they show him on set, and like, uh, I don't know how much you know or remember about that, but like, uh, what's his, uh, the, the guy that Andy pretended to be, the Tony, okay. Tony One guy, of his characters? I, yeah. yes, I, sure. anyway, he's like, him, and then, like, he's talking to the director, and the director's like, I want to talk to Jim. And he's like, this is Andy. Jim's not here. <laughs> and then they'll, like, come in the next day, and he'll be the Tony guy or whatever. And he'll be talking to somebody. He's like, he's like yeah. It was like, uh, Andy and me and Jim all had a conversation last night. <laughs> like, we were talking to each other and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I get it. But holy cow. It's like, yeah. But that director wished he had uh, gone a different direction. <laughs> Right. Here I go to yes. That's what he did because he talked about it. He was like, they want they made him audition for that movie. And he's like, I don't remember the last time I had to audition for anything. He's like, so like he did the audition and he dressed up like him and put the record player and did the Mighty Mouse like in his audition or whatever. But like um, they brought back like uh, Judd Hirsch and Danny DeVito was there. Yeah. Um, when they were doing like taxi, taxi stuff. Taxi crew. Yeah. And Judd Hirsch was like, "What? what? He's like, it's it's like it's Andy Kaufman. He's like, it's like Andy Kaufman has come back and is in front of us. And like Danny DeVito is like, this is uncanny. Like this is crazy. Like mm. this is Andy Kaufman. Well, there <laughs> are some like, of those bio movies where you're watching and you're like, 
Is that they? They really like. I mean, I thought Jim Morrison, The Doors, like when uh, Val Kilmer was Kilmer Jim Morrison. That. I mean, when I, I mean, I didn't know a lot. I hadn't seen a lot of Jim right. Morrison, but I'm like, he's probably more Jim Morrison than Jim Morrison is. You know, to right. me, because you know, it's just like well, they Eddie really, Mercury too. I mean, Freddie Mercury. Oh and yeah, in the, uh, the oh, what's his name, Randy the, or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's one thing do. for like to to look too. like them and kind of act like them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I get it. For us watching a two-hour movie, yeah. But then for, for people that actually were there or them, knew yeah. them or whatever, like to see, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just I get it. And it's, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. I mean, yeah. we're probably spending way too much time on this, but it's just very interesting. So where were you going with Chappelle? Because that's how I figured out about it. So basically, Chappelle starts his show, and he's like. He talks about he'd been in that theater like 25 years ago is when he did his first show or whatever. Okay. And like shortly after that, his dad died and he was in a, he was in a dark place and Norm McDonald was in Man on the Moon, I guess. Okay. And he called, he called, um, Chappelle. Chappelle and said, Hey, I'm in a movie with Jim Carrey. Would you like to meet him? And I guess Chappelle was like a huge Jim Carrey fan. He was like, well, hell Yeah. He's like, all right, come down. And so he shows up to the set of the movie, mm. and he walks in, and he's like, Jim Carrey! And everybody's like, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> and he's like, it's Andy! And he's like, Andy? He's <laughs> like, that's Jim... No! And so he's like, so I had to spend the whole afternoon with Jim Carrey, who was really Andy Kaufman. Like Kaufman. And he's like, he's like, I didn't know it at the time, but like... That was watching a genius do his work. Like, it was a, it was a, what do you, like a once in a lifetime opportunity to witness that. But I was pissed off because I wanted to meet Jim Carrey and I'm meeting Andy Kaufman. And so he goes through this whole thing and he's like talking about it. And he's like, Chappelle saying that. Yeah. And so that, well, I'm, I'm cutting out all the N words just because I'm white. But then he's like, he's talking about it. He's like, so I'm standing there talking to Jim Carrey who thinks he, who thinks he's somebody else. And he's like, and that's how I feel when I talk to every transgender I meet. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he does this whole no. story and then rolls it into a transgender joke. joke at the end. And I was just like, oh, my oh God. Oh, God. Like, yes. Mm. yes. Anyway. I, I didn't what did Scott watch? We've kind of I don't know. I really didn't watch much. I watched, he watched uh, half of, um, <laughs> half of House of the Usher. I finished off Reacher Season 2. And oh, I saw that. That's good. Did I you did like enjoy it? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. Uh, probably it, didn't like the second season as much as I liked the first. Really? But, um, but yeah, I thought it was good. only two seasons of that? Yeah, there's only two seasons. Yeah. And there are eight episodes each. And They're both really good. It's hard for me to choose. It's been yeah. so long since I saw the first one. But the first one was super good. But the first one was very good, yeah. I think I liked it better as a, more of a one guy without the ensemble. Well, there's some thing. of that, but I think his, in the second season in particular, his kind of monotonous tough guy yeah wore on me a little bit i liked the team i do admit yeah. that but the him in i know that's how he comes across in the books too because yeah. a couple i've read a couple of the books but just there for whatever reason you know you're still condensing things you know even in this eight episode type of thing where it just felt like oh man he's just a a you know one note guy you know yeah. here for the most part well, sure. and and just didn't seem to to be quite as good because of that as it went on but but it was still it's still very enjoyable from that kind of action you know aspect of things yeah it's really well done i think i watched the witcher season three because we hadn't we hadn't uh 
we didn't watch that, you know, because we didn't have Netflix at the time. So, uh, so is it pretty good? I haven't watched it yet. You know, I, I think it is, and I don't know why. I was telling somebody else before that, you know, season one, I felt like it was kind of, you know, all over the place, you know, and things, and then it's finally coming together at the end there, you know, type things on that one. Season two had its up and downs, but season three, for the most part, I felt like it moved at a pretty good pace. It It's still got its slow spots, but it was – I think the fact of the matter was it was probably almost the most linear of the seasons. And, you know, for the most part, your main three characters are somewhat together most of the time. So you're not trying to guess, oh, what's going on over here? What's going on over there? You know, type stuff a a bit more. Um, Yeah, I think that's my biggest problem with that show is how much it jumps around. Yeah, and and they start getting back into that towards the end of the third season, unfortunately. But uh, overall... Um, I, I, I rather liked the third season. I, I kept entertained anyway. I, I actually stuck with each episode this time instead of like going, oh God, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to walk out for a little while or whatever else. But, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Cool. Did anybody watch Echo? Nope. No? Okay. Yeah, I've, I was, well, I bring it up because I read something the other day that said it's one of the best performing shows on Disney Plus. That it's outperforming a lot of the other Disney. Oh, I've uh, seen some stuff where people are like, "This is my favorite Disney show." Or well, I don't know if it was if it's their favorite, but it seems to be getting the most views mm-hmm. compared to a lot of the other Marvel series and I things. I wonder if that. And so they're trying to figure out why. You know, they're going, "Oh my God!" You know, what the hell? Why did we hit on this one and we haven't been able to hit on some of these others? You know, and stuff. So. And it was probably one of the cheaper ones to make, I bet you, too, because yeah. they got a, you know, the biggest actor in that one is Vincent D'Offrino, and I can't imagine that he was that expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but. It, Have you watched it? I did, I did. And I thought it was good, but I can tell them right now what they did well with, you know, type things. They made something that was. Well, they made, some, they. it's only five episodes, and it's. Fairly, I mean, you're talking maybe three hours, maybe a little over that from watch time. So they, they, they're not going past what their demographic type thing wants, you know. They're, they're introducing another character into, like, you know, an area that's, you know, a, a small demographic anyway, being, you know, Native American. But because of the fact that they're not overblowing it, they're not trying to make this all about, oh, my God, look at us. We're the first ones to do a Native American superhero. They're just saying, we're telling a story. We want a story to be told. We've got lots of action. It's even pretty violent action. You know, it's a very linear story. You can tell exactly where it's going. You know the characters. So they made something that is easily accessible, I guess, to a a large crowd. And I think it's hitting into that kind of mature you know, type of aspect of things too. So, and being, like I say, that I, I really feel like that shorter running time helped that, you know, as well to try to tell a story that doesn't get, well, this is boring, you know, type of thing. I mean, each episode, the, the slowest episodes are probably up there at the front and even those aren't that slow. It's just that they're telling a lot of backstory, you know, kind of setup type mm-hmm. things, but there's a lot of action even still with that. So I, I think they did a pretty good job with it. I mean, it, the problems are what I what I kind of lead, led to. It's very linear. There's nothing that's really original. You know where it's going to go for the most part, you know, type things. They are some fairly new actors, so there's a little bit of, you know, what do you say, maybe not quite as much charisma, you know, type aspects or something or that if factor there. But 
like I said, that that's hmm. that that's probably its issues. But on the flip side, there's a certain nostalgia or comfort factor that's there too, because it's just like I'm just going to be in for a fun ride, and you just go with it. Okay. So, but that's why I wondered if you had watched it because it, the buzz I'm now seeing is going, wow. Well, now they're one to fast track Daredevil, you know, uh, born again because they're seeing how well freaking Echo's doing, and they're <laughs> they're surprised. So. Uh, I also think that the, another thing that maybe helped him was I think they cross sent it over to Hulu I think at the same time they were doing it on Disney Plus yeah, to boot it's so weird cause like we have that and like I'm seeing like Disney stuff pop up on like Hulu yeah well I think Which ultimately at some weird. point in time Disney Plus and Hulu them. are gonna merge yeah mm. yeah they're gonna combine I imagine them. they wouldn't are they gonna so. drop the price then or oh, no. oh god no they'll, they'll increase you mean it that- but but their price will probably be for the two of them instead of the two of them separately will probably be a reduced price for the two of them together. So what do you mean but, they'll merge? They'll become one thing or they'll yeah it'll be know, basically it'll be like Paramount with Showtime you know uh, where you used so to buy Paramount merge. or Peacock with Showtime whatever the hell they call it. They might be on the same other. app. The, Gotcha. they'll be on the same app and now you'll go Disney Plus with Hulu you gotcha. know and you'll just go to one app and you'll have it you know and chances are what they'll do is they'll just go oh I logged into Disney Plus and they'll have like a little Hulu section and now you'll go over to that and it'll be, be just like your old Hulu app gotcha. you know it's probably what they'll do but they'll just try to merge the, the things together <clears throat> best thing I watched was the Chiefs Bills game I bet that's oh, so yeah I don't know. I watched the San Francisco Green Bay game. That was pretty freaking good, too. I didn't watch that. Yeah, I liked it. I think that was rigged anyway. It's all based off the color palette that the they use for the <laughs> Super Bowl thing. It's rigged. Cool. It's purple like, and red, like just like uh, Baltimore and San Fran. Did I tell you guys? Yeah. Uh, this one, one of the guys that I work with, he was all bent out of shape because he's a Tampa fan. <clears throat> but he came in and he's like, yeah, he's like, did you hear? He's like they fined Mahomes three and a, or three and a half million dollars for going off script and winning the game. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, one of the funny there's a guy that I work with and he's a huge Dallas fan and so oh, last God, I'm sorry, I know. But I told uh, somebody else that's my Super Bowl whenever Dallas loses. There's <laughs> a there's a like a I don't even know what you call it like an Instagram video or whatever, and it's uh, Jerry Jones mm-hmm. and he's like I would like to introduce the next quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys and he's like doing this he's like at a press conference and then he leans over and it's Uncle Rico from from Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> and he like stands up and he got a Cowboys jersey and says Uncle Rico and he's like but I could throw this football over that mountain over there <laughs> it's like the funniest one of the funniest things I don't know. sounds like something that would be on Saturday Night Live right I don't know uh, <laughs> Yeah, it might have been. I don't know. I just saw. I saw it on like Instagram, but uh, so I was showing him that all day. He got mad. That's funny. Yeah. Cool. All right. What do we read? Everything. I read a ton. Wow. So did I. I've literally. You don't look like you've read a lot of individual things. You just look like you read a long a lot of lot. I read everything in this pile. I'm on track, man. I've already read this. Since January oh, first, didn't bring one of the things. January first, I didn't. I didn't quite make it through. I was only what one? not quite halfway through. The moral sergeant or whatever. I mean, you gave them to me just on Monday, really so. Scott's Scott will finish it. We can talk about it. 
Um, I've read a, sh- a long box of comic books since January 1st already. Nice. It's like 250 comics. And it looks like you read 100 tales. I did. I read 100 tales. One hundred tales. Mm-hmm. How old is that? Um, it's really old, but it just did you like came it? out. Like, it just got reprinted. I did like it. Cool. Well, there you go. There's one review done. But it's old. <laughs> so we'll jump right in. So it is old. So at the beginning of it, it has it a says, disclaimer. I'm old. No, it has a disclaimer. It's like, back when this was made, some of these... Nudity was okay. No, some of these racial... And making fun of races ra- were fun. Making fun were okay. of racists was fun. Being racist was, was hilarious. It was Being racist was so acceptable. So we're going to heed to Osama Tezuka's uh, racist vision. Racist vision, and we're going to reprint it here in its entirety. But we just want you to know that what that you're, you're reading you're is You're probably going to be offended, yes. <laughs> you're going to be offended. reading is super racist. Super racist. Well, so the heck, I want to read that thing. It talks... Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to do a real quick story. It talks about how um, it's basically, it's his take on the story Faust. Oh, okay. So. Is it the whole thing right there? Yeah, it's the whole thing. It's Um, short. So there's this samurai or whatever. He's like an accountant. And he gets tied up in some stuff that wasn't really his fault, but because his master was screwing around in some stuff, like they all have to kill themselves and commit is it Sapuko or Sapuko? There you go. Something like that. Anyway, I get the he, He's supposed suicide. to kill himself, but he, can't, but he can't kill himself. And so there's this painting in the room of uh, like a demon or something. And so sure. he prays to the demon and he's like, if you spare my life, I'll give you my soul or whatever. Oh, and so cool. then this demon so shows up. So a Faustian bargain. Yes, Faustian nice. bargain. So the demon shows up and tells him, she'll give him, the demon is, a, is in the form of a woman. I'll give you three oh. wishes. That's even more dangerous. And at when all three of your wishes are realized, then I get your soul. And wow. so then the wishes he makes, she has to, she tags along with him. And because he's got like these, like, they're not just like this. They take a while. So he ends up spending whatever, years and years and years trying to accomplish his wishes. And she then kind of turns into a love story where she, like, falls in love with him. And then at the end, like, I don't want to ruin it. But basically that's what it is. It's a Faustine agreement, and then that's the story. It's a pretty quick read. Um, I like the kind of cartoony style of Sama. Tezuka. Tezuka. So, I mean, I enjoy it. It's the guy it. who did Astro Boy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's even almost a little... <laughs> of Astro Boy in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he does some... I think Astro Boy makes, like, a guest appearance in there. There's, like, some stuff. Um, and it's it's neat because there's a little, like, footnotes, and it'll tell you, like, this was a, whatever, a renowned singer in Japan in 1967, or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, they, they, they reference the references that there's no way I'm going to get. Cool. Or that most people won't get. But Especially I mean, it, Whitey. Especially Whitey. Yes, yeah, middle-aged Whitey. Um, but, uh, no, it was, it was good. It was fun. It was fine. I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't the greatest thing I've ever read, but. But what is. But what really? is, really. Right. Exactly. It, not, not everything can be immortal, Sergeant. That's for sure. I read Berserk Deluxe Edition, Volume 14, since Ooh. we're doing manga. You want to read it? This is you the last. Read. I just did. This is the last deluxe edition that's been published, my understanding. Wow. That's... You got ahead of Don. No. He no. <laughs> 
And then the guy died. No, but I read it like there's actually a month and a half ago. In Japan, they put out the next Takuban. See, I heard about that. But it hasn't been translated to English yet. Yeah. They said usually it's like a year break, so like it came out in like September. So I don't so know that's what that like, means. The next volume won't come out till September, and so you're like four years out from so getting like another deluxe. Two hundred issues, or two hundred pages. It's Is one it... of these volumes. Yeah, I guess it's about two hundred. Or each of these like six hundred. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, this was cool. Well, we should get it just I to was... look at the pretty pictures. I felt like they. They moved the story forward a little bit. Like, Casca finally got kind of restored. Yep. They went through that whole story, so that was nice. Yep. I mean, she's not 100%, but she's better than she was. And they're continuing to kind of develop the whole uh, Griffith and his new kingdom or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. So, I think the next Takaban, I was I was looking on Wikipedia to figure out kind of where it, where it started. I, and I read a little bit ahead, unfortunately, and it kind of showed that. I think they're going to start moving the story along pretty well. Like, maybe try did to wrap read, it up. Did you read any of the back matter at all? Oh, the guidebook? Well, there's an interview with him also. I read some of it. I fl I skimmed it. I didn't, like, read it, read it. Right. I skimmed it. But I didn't either. Um, but I know, I think I mentioned it when I gave the book to you. I know he had, in that interview, he had talked about he really wanted to start, or he was heading towards the conclusion. final battle conclusion. Yeah. Grip, or the conclusion. Whatever. Yeah. The conclusion of the Griffith um, guts guts arc story arc story or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's really fair. that's about all that we really need out of. Yeah, it I now. think so. Yeah, Casca's restored now, so now we just need mm, Griffith. And, yeah, mostly. I mean, like you said, as good as she's gonna get. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that they did that arc in this. Like we got to see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at least got to see like the Casca thing because. Yeah. That's been going on for a long time. Well, yeah. And we're building up to it. And yeah. They set it up, so. Yeah, because I think the last one ended, they were in the astral plane. Yes. Kind of going on the journey. I thought it was a weird place to end. Right. But, uh, I mean, it is what it is. But, yeah. Well, I mean, when you, when you, I mean, it ended in a volume. But yeah. But it no, just I happened to end at the break of this of, volume. Of a, yeah, of, of a hardcover. Of a three volume. Right. Volume. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Yeah. It's berserk. There's not a lot to say about it that hasn't been said. Yeah, I mean, I think... I, I'm, so what do you think, like, as a whole? Like, do you think... I, I don't think it's, like, some of the greatest stuff ever. Like, I think it's I, impressive, though. I like it. The art is amazing. The art is amazing. I think the story is good, too. And it's... it's And you do get kind of invested in the characters over such mm -hmm. a long haul. And so, yeah. I mean, it's a very good, solid mm -hmm. thing. I think it's a little overhyped for a I variety of reasons, but... Um, I think it's still really good. I'm I think glad I read it. For me, I am too. Um, but I think, like, for me, I think the, the art is the is is the, the most high, impressive. The most part impressive. Of it. Yeah. I mean, the story's fine. The story's fine too. Um, it is. I mean, it is interesting. I do. I do like, um, kind of the way that you know you start out at a point and then you go back and you get like the back. I mean, everybody does that though. But like the backstory with guts and then yeah. Um, it is, I would, I don't know, I'm not going to anytime soon, but it would be nice to go back and, because I read uh, most of this, like, pretty much as fast as I wanted to, other than trying to do it, like, every two weeks and give you, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh -huh. But, like, sit down and read it. I tend to rush through it for whatever reason. I don't know if it's the writing style or the right. fact that, but yeah, I tend to rush through it. I don't really take my time reading it. Because this came out, like, what, in the 
late 80s, early 90s? I think it started like in the 90s. It's been going for like 20 some years. So, I mean, I'm trying to think like if there was anything. Because I think think what made what back then, it was the shock. The horror and the gore and the shock factor. I mean, because some of that stuff early on gets pretty graphic and pretty gory and and pretty whatever. I mean, I think, but I don't know because like, is there not stuff that that's graphic and gory in other manga? In I don't know. I don't know. I don't read enough manga to know. I don't know, but I mean, it's always billed as like a horror. Yeah. And uh, and an adult. Well, it's definitely that mature. Well, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't give it to children. No. <laughs> you want Julie to check this out? Yeah. No. Because well, I mean, on the back, it is. It's manga and horror. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what it is. I mean, I don't yeah. really know that it's horror. Well, I mean, it's a, it's more of a fantasy. Fantasy, right? But yeah, I mean, you get, you get like the witches. horror aspects when you have like all the yeah, you have like giant giant creatures that can't die, grotesque creatures. Yes, and, the giant yeah. grotesque stuff. Yeah, yeah but totally. it still almost falls into a fantasy realm. To me. I think. Yeah, so, yeah. I I think it's more of that too. But, but yeah, it's kind of what they bill it as. So. It's often horrifying. <laughs> it is horrifying. Maybe that's where. Translation, you know, and there was a couple points in it where I was like, "Man, do I want to keep reading this?" You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I was like, "I don't know, I don't, right. I don't know." If... It does mellow out a little bit the last few volumes, though. I felt, yeah, like I felt like maybe yeah. the author was mellowing in age or whatever a little bit. Yeah. Like it wasn't quite as shocking or over the top. A lot of big giant monster penises. Yeah, a lot of breasts too. A lot of breasts too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I don't. I don't know. It's like I, maybe that's because I haven't read a lot of manga or really maybe watched they all a lot have of giant. Anime. No, no, no. What I'm getting at is like I almost kind of get a feel. Like there were parts. Like I watched Dragon Ball Z, right? And Dragon Ball Z, it's just like the bad guys keep getting harder to kill, bigger, yeah, and stronger. Yeah. And then you're just like, I don't know how they're ever going to kill this one. You know what I mean? Because he's so super powerful. And sure. it almost seems like some of those monsters or creations, or like they're the same way. Like they yeah. keep getting bigger. Yeah. How do we one up the last one? Right. Yes. How do we one up it? You know, like, and maybe that's like with a lot of manga. Yeah. Very, or that's with a lot of stories in general. Well, yeah. Kind of think of it. But I mean, I remember like watching Dragon Ball Z and it's like, you know, they'd have those little power readers like, He's at 10,000 or whatever, you know. Now he's at 50,000. And, like, Goku would always go and he'd find a new way to train. And then he'd come out and he was, like, 10 times stronger than he was before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and he just keeps getting 10 Power times creep. stronger. Yes. So. Truth. Anyway. There you go. You have a bunch of stuff? I know. I've got several things that I'm going to tag team him with. I got some tag team with him. See, Drew's just a center of go. attention. So this came out a long time ago. It's not ago. to go yet. Oh. It's all go, 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 go. Did go. you ever read Negan Lives? Yeah, I reviewed it on the podcast. Like I got it at Ollie's, remember? And I talked about it. Was that the same? Uh, like a month or two. I think I what did you say about it? Do you remember? He said it was one of the best Walking Dead stories. Walking it was Dead fine. It was ever. the Negan backstory. I mean, I'd seen it in a TV show for the most part. Is it the same? Similarish. Similarish. Is it backstory? It's after they kick him out or whatever, right? I always get... Oh, Negan Lives. I'm sorry. Negan Lives. Oh, I haven't read Negan Lives. I read the Negan origin story. Which is what? 
I don't know. It's just called Negan, I think. All right, Negan lives. I have not read Negan lives. Sorry, I got confused. But well, what do you lives. know when Negan lives? Does it tell, tell us backstory? Tell us about Negan lives. It's after. Not really. I mean, okay. it's after. It's like he's been banished or whatever. Like, yeah. did they? Ba- so I get confused with the TV show and the book. I know that's why that you should. What happened watch with the TV show. what happened with Negan? Did they like banish him? In what? In, in the book. In the book. In the in the comic book. I yes, think they so. banished him. They banished so. him. Okay. Yes, he went off and went and watched so, some. So this is basically after he's gone off, and it's just him on his own, and he's just like it starts out, and he's like buried Lucille, I guess. Like okay. yes. the bat. He, he buried the bat, and he's just like, oh, this sucks. Like I'm a horrible person. Woe is me. I want to die. Why won't people just kill me? I'm not gonna kill myself, but <laughs> I want to live in misery. And then, like, he comes back home, and there's, like, this chick in his house, and he's like, uh, she's like, oh, I'm really sorry I broke in, I know somebody lives here, but I'm really hungry, and, and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, he's like, you know, they, he makes her dinner, and this and that, and then they're sitting around the campfire, and he's like, alright, he's like, where are they? (laughs) It's just like, what are you talking about? He's like... You have no dirt on you. <laughs> you said you've lived out here. He's like, you're not dying. You're not, not hungry. He's like, who's with you? And then, of course, bam, he gets hit over the head with the back of the bat because she was the bait. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so it's oh, kind of yeah. like that. And so, I mean, that's all it is. It's like him and then those guys. And then they're like making him dig his own grave. And then, I mean, do you want... It, you can tell me because I'm never going right. to read it. And then, like, he gets the tables turned and he kills them. And then... Like any good it's, it's basically so like his so his story was that like he was horrible to his wife or whatever like she yeah. was in the hospital and she died or she was dying and he left her I think he was just cheating on her I don't think he left her necessarily well it's something because there's something in here about how he left her but then he has to go he he's on a journey to like go back to the hospital to like get her body or her ashes or something I don't know and so this girl goes with him and then in the back of it um Kirkman is talking about it, and he says that this takes place between like whatever one seventy two and or and one ninety four, because like yeah, at the end of one ninety four, like or at the end of the story, like Negan is in front of like a yeah a gravestone or whatever, sure. and there's like another story of him leaving in between that where he goes and gets his wife's remains or whatever, and then comes back and buries those, I guess or whatever, so. It's basically just a... A filler story. Filler story. Kirkman um, made three ninety nine. dollars $4.99. $4.99. Holy yeah. moly. But he did talk about it in the back of this. Is I it guess. in color? No. Mm. Did um, Charlie Adler draw it? Yes. But he talked about this was like... They donated... The, this was like get back into the shops thing after like COVID. Yeah. And so like they wrote it and drew it for free. They printed it themselves for free and they shipped it for free. It was to kind of kickstart back the comic stores. Comic stores. Gotcha. So I paid five dollars for it, but they didn't apparently get paid for any of it. Uh, it was like a what, what let's help they out are. the I know. It's like let's help wow. out the industry kind of thing. Man, so, Matt is such a giver. Um, <laughs> he is such a giver. He is. Um so, yeah, I read that. Sorry. Scott. Hold on. All right. Scott's going to talk about something because Don keeps cutting him off. I do. It's all good. 
I read, read that? I did read the Human Target, Volume did you, 2. Did you read the first one? I did. Well, no, I <laughs> No, he read, just jumped into I the second. I just jumped into the second one because that's how... Fun. You did it Dom style. That's how Drew usually gives me did stuff. Did you read this as well, Dom? I did. Cool. Did you? That's good. Yeah, so, so I read three three I've been waiting. I do admit, though, that I probably forever. didn't remember the first one quite as well as I probably should have it, yeah. in some cases. Well, but, I mean, happens. I knew the overall gist of it, and, and you know, I knew that they, uh, spoiler, you know, it supposedly killed... The Green Lantern guy or whatever, guy you know, Gardner. by freezing him, you know, yeah. and things. I just couldn't really remember how the last one ended and while he was why he was with fire to start this one a little bit. But I mean, other than that, I knew he was poisoned. You know, I knew he only had twelve, what, 12 days. days to live yeah. and each type of things. So um, the art in this is fantastic. Um, where this all goes with the whole murder mystery thing, eh, okay, you know, type yeah. stuff. I mean, I it 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 ties up very nicely. You know, they do some different things of, you know, some little misdirection. I was a little surprised, and maybe I shouldn't have been, but I, in the back of my mind, I kept thinking that they were going to find something to save him, Christopher yeah, Chase. Yeah, I kind of thought they were. I thought they were so, too. I thought they so were going to save him. I was a little surprised when they died. Yeah, that it just happens. Spoiler I was like, alert. huh, okay. So... Do we feel like Tom King is starting to get into kind of a rut, kind of like M. Night Shyamalan, where he's got to have like a twist, and so sometimes the twist feels kind of forced? I guess Mark Miller kind of does that, too. I don't know that there's a twist in this. What's the twist? Oh, that she was actually the that one she was the murderer. who did it, and she was the murderer, and she's actually a little... Uh, she's not as sweet as innocent as she, she seems. seems. She's a bit of a femme fatale kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, that would be the twist. Can I ask you a quick question? That you can has ask to me do any question this? you want, Don. They did a special. Special. They did. There were actually there were twelve issues, but in between the break, they did like a special, like, okay. and it was just a short, uh, like three part. There were like three stories. Mm-hmm. It was like a one shot. Is that collect? It's not in here. Is that I don't in the so. first hardcover? No. Does Small would do it? He does some of it. Uh, I don't it's Tom that. King, and it it has to do with the story, but it's more like you don't miss anything if you don't read it. It's more backstory story I don't stuff. Remember that? Okay, I was just curious. Thirty foot. I, sh- right. I should have brought it. Um, I don't see it, and it says seven to twelve. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I. I know the next thing I'm going to talk about is a Tom King thing, and I might be done with him because I don't know. Like, I mean, the, like Scott said, the art was amazing in this. But oh, yeah. yeah. I kind of wish Tom King had given him better stuff to draw. Though. Yes. It's just a There's lot of much talking heads. Yeah. 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 I mean, which Smallwood does a great job with that and tries to make it as good as he can. And it's cool how he does the color and the, all that. I mean, he does a really nice job with what he's given. But Yeah, right? yeah. But I feel like, man, you got Greg Smallwood. Make him do some cool stuff, you know? Could be. Yeah. I mean, not that it's not good art or cool or, I mean... It's just that kind of story. It's a very slow, very kind of talky. It is. It is. You know? Yeah. It is in that, but it's trying to be a little bit of that Nyor or however you pronounce yeah, that exactly. a little bit, you know, type yeah. things where there isn't a lot of that, where there is a lot of this investigation, you know, and going through that. But, yeah. you know, um, it's funny. I saw like a list of like the top 12, 10 comics that you should have read in 2023. And, that and was it. no, the, that, uh, Tom King Gotham Year One. Oh, Year One was on there. I was with like, uh, Phil Hester or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, that made your list. That was Tom King. Yeah, it was Tom was King. It, King uh, Phil Hester. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, uh, and they're like, and the review was like, man, DC sure can't do these Year One books, can't they? And I'm like, oh my god, dude, you are the mark. Speaking of um, 
speak, but go to your Tom King. Like really cool artists that just I'm not gonna buy because I can't get into it. Did you see Baltimore's next project? Oh, uh, the Power Rangers thing. Yeah, Power Rangers. Huh? I know. It's like uh, God, it's, it's Colin Bunn's right. Isn't it Godzilla versus Power Rangers? I think it's like Godzilla versus Power and Rangers. Colin is Bar- right? Yeah. Colin Colin Bunn's Bunn's right. Colin Bunn's right. And Baltimore's doing the art, and I was yeah. just like, I can't. I didn't buy it. I just recently read that DC Max. Oh, yeah. I thought that was okay. Oh, my God, dude. I At the end, I was basically just kind of looking at the pretty pictures. Yeah. Not fair. even reading, because the story was just not for me. Like, yeah, it wasn't it was pretty, poorly done. It was just... There just wasn't much to it. I don't give a shit that there's another world with... DC, where DC heroes made these giant mechs. Yeah. It looks really pretty, and I like it, because it's sure. Baltimore. Yeah. But, oh my god, like, the story was just... I, not not for me. Like, Fair. I thought it was terrible. Yeah. In my point of view, it was a terrible story, and I didn't want to read it. Yeah. And I feel the exact same way with this. I mean, hopefully, that's a good audience for him. Like, he's gonna sell some copies and yeah. get some eyeballs on his stuff. Excuse me, get some eyeballs on his stuff. But I was just like, I was going through the thing, and I was like, ooh, Colin Bunn, ooh, Baltimore. And I'm like, Mighty Morphin, no, never watched an episode. Yeah, I'm we're not like, I'm not. It's not really this. I'm not going to do it. The demographic you know I mean? like, I'll just yeah. show up. When I see Baltimore next time, I'll just give him 20 bucks. <laughs> Go here, dude. Support your artwork. I didn't buy it. <laughs> didn't buy it. I'll probably buy it in trade. I'm definitely not buying any single issues. Yeah, I don't know. If you buy it, I might flip through it and maybe try it. But I'm not going to buy it. I just... Yeah, I don't blame you. Okay, so Tom King. So I read Danger Street, which is by Tom King. Is that new? It just finished. Okay, because I saw like a trade for that. I saw like a trade for that. It just finished. I thought it was older, but I guess it's new. The 12th issue just came out last month or January. Like recently. Danger Street. What is it? DC Universe? Yeah. Okay. Well, sort of, kind of. Um, sort of, kind of. So it Danger Street, it's the... Um, oh, my gosh. The... It's a street in downtown What are they Gotham. called? The Jack Kirby, the, the little kids. Um, oh, the Newsboys or whatever? Yeah. Um, the Brat Pack? I don't know. Anyway. I thought that was the 80s, guys. Yeah. It's something like that, but anyway, so it's basically it's it. This is a fairy tale, okay? And that's not what I, I don't really have a problem with the fairy tale aspect. So it's got metamorphos <sighs> in it. This is just one issue. I brought this one because it's got the uh, Manhunters. This whole issue is a fucking sword fight on the top of a building. Oh, that's cool. I like that. And they're having a Quentin Tarantino dialogue conversation. Oh, I like that. Like, it took me 30 minutes to read an effing sword fight because Um, they're debating about their... That's a preview. That's not even the book. Oh, okay. That's a Wonder Woman preview. (laughs) So it's like... Jesus Christ. Look at all the freaking panels and the damn... The whole thing is that way. Where they get into... Because they're both basically assassins trying to kill somebody else. And they're trying to justify why it's okay. And the one guy's just trying to, like... He's like, well, my... Let's just flip a coin. And he's like, I don't want to flip a coin. He's like, I want to actually have the battle because I have the advantage, blah, blah. Anyway. Oh, my God. So, I was just like... I got to that, and I'm like, are you 
oh, like, I'm just like, this is not what I want to be reading. But, so, it's it got... It looks like a kind of neat idea, though. It's, a, it's just and, a And I've been thinking about words. it because for some reason I didn't like it, but it is kind of a neat idea. Like, I, I, I acknowledge that, but for some reason it just didn't work for me. Like, the execution of that idea didn't work. You know, I just feel like it would have been so much better if they just would have done all this cool art without all the fucking word bubbles. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, um... Jesus fucking Christ, It's man. the... Jeez, the this would the, take me like an hour to the read. The Brat Pack or whatever they're called. The little four kids that run around. Um, it's got Apocalypse. It's got Dark Side in it. Um, it's got Warlord... Uh, whatever his name is. The, yeah, I've only the seen dude two dudes the, this whole thing. Yeah, that's all that whole issue is. Oh, okay. That's it. Warlord, like Micro Warlord? Yeah, Micro Warlord. I mean, look at that. Um, Micro Warlord. Um, who's the other character? There's... Oh, the blue fighting. The blue... Yeah, they're talking most of the time. Oh, they, they, was, that's how they're fighting and talking. They do fight they do, towards but the then end. They, stop. But they take a break. Yeah. They have a parlay. So that they can have a conversation. So they can have a conversation. Um, that takes... The Starman guy, the blue Starman from Starman, from the Jack Ryder Starman series, he's in it. Um, basically, Atlas, the god Atlas has died. And this so is this chapter guy, nine. Yeah. So it's 12 issues. It is. I only brought that issue because I wanted to show you guys show that issue. Show an example. You the basis of stories. When I was out. I got to issue nine and I read that and I'm like, I think I'm out. Um, so it's basically like the these kids played this game in a schoolyard. And it was... You and Julio? Down by the school well, there was a, Yes. So there was like an asphalt <laughs> parking lot and there was grass growing up through some of the cracks. Well, they had grass to step crack. on just the grass, <laughs> the grass to get crack. from one side grass of the... Parking lot to the other side of the schoolyard or whatever. And if they did it, then they were the cool kids. And if they didn't do it, then they were the outsiders. Uh-huh, right? Absolutely. So while these kids are having this game, Dr. Fate, who is basically chaos, right? Order and chaos. Sure. So the chaos side of Dr. Fate comes and tells them, hey, what would you do if you could have any wish in the world? And so he sets up these the four kids... As like just billionaires, and the other kids are just they're called the outsiders, and so like they're misshapen, deformed, like in hiding, and so like all this is going on like inside like a fairy tale made up world. The whole thing's told like a fairy tale. Like Doctor, the helmet of Doctor Fate is narrating this story. Cool, right? Okay. Anyway, I you didn't dig it. Too wordy. It it was really wordy. It wasn't. I don't know. I'm, I think. No, I did. It's not my favorite thing that I've read from Tom King. Cool. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't even know that I'm a Tom King guy. Like, what is? I like Mr. Like, I like Mr. Miracle. So he did Mr. Miracle, and he did. Uh, and I like the Adam Strange one. And the Adam Strange one, and he did the Human Target. Like this, I it think. It seems like it's a diminishing returns with him. Yes. And he did that Vision book, which I thought was really good. I don't know See, I never read that. that. I've so only that read was really good, and then Miss Mark Miracle was good, and then he did, uh, Adam Strange was good, but not the best, and then Human Target, kind of the same. I feel like it's going down as it goes. Yeah. I don't know. He's going to have to pull out something really cool. Cool. 
I read Boris Karloff's Gold Key Mysteries. This was a Kickstarter. Kelly Williams has a story in here. It's weird. They did like uh, three like 10-page stories. So it's only like 30 pages of actual comics. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they did it as like a trade paperback because they have all sorts of like back matter. Extra stuff. Extra stuff. And then they have like little uh, in-between chapter breaks. And mm-hmm. so, I don't know. And then like a whole essay about Boris Karloff. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And so, I mean, so they really padded it. I mean, the comics itself is not... But one of the stories is Kelly Williams, and he does, like, his watercolor. The art's super cool. Yeah. The story's fine. And then they're, like, little 10-page, uh, like, little horror stories. Kind of like Tales from the Crypt, where there's, like, a mm-hmm. a twist or, like, a, you know, a weird kind of surprise ending. Surprise right. ending. Yeah. I'm just kind of what, what it is. But it was fine for what it was. Like right. said, the art was cool. Another guy who did some of the art is... Uh, well, Jock did one of them, the J-O-K Jock, not right. the J-O-C-K. Right. But one of them was Artyom Trakhanov, who I really I, like. I like him. He's done a lot of stuff that I've read. And I the, oh, it was the Teenagers in Hell or something, in Hell. That was the Jock I, thing I was talking about. Oh, the about Jock thing, yeah. A while ago. The one that I didn't like that was by yeah. John Raymond and, and Jock, yeah. the J-O-K Jock. So anyhow, anyway, so it's decent. Um, it's cool. I like to support Kelly's, obviously. I'm happy I got it. You too. Good job. Just, that price point was way too it high. It was pretty high. I think it was like 25 bucks for the... <laughs> price point was too high. For, for and then they're shipping on top of that, and so it's not a oh, cheap geez. trade paperback. Yeah. But, I mean, hell, what actually we're drawing was like 40 or 45 for like a nice hardcover. So. That was 40 or $45? That, it was full. Well, the, the retail on it was 40 Jesus. Yeah, because it, it also was like a, a Zoop uh, Kickstarter type thing. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, but that's what Kickstarters are. I mean, you kind of pay a premium. Yeah. I'll knock this out real quick. I I did read Night Club. I know you guys have both read it. Yeah. The Mark Miller Night Club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I thought, so the very first things. issue, I read the first one and then didn't get back to it. So I read oh, two yeah. through six. I was not very impressed with the first one for some reason. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's the greatest thing Miller's ever written. It's not. But... It's enjoyable. It okay. was enjoyable and it was better than I was expecting after I had my impression of the first issue. That's fair. So, yeah. Um, so I would like to talk about it just a little bit. The Little Monsters, I finished that. Oh, nice. yes. That. Yeah. Did yeah. you like that? I liked it. I enjoyed okay. it. I thought yeah. it was pretty good. I thought yeah. it was good. Um, Jeff Lemire just seems like he knows to take, like, like nothing was super, super original about it, you know, but mm-hmm. I felt like he knew just the right parts to kind of like. The pacing was pretty good, and the characters were just right, and just everything. Just yeah, yeah, was really solid. The good. good old character development yeah. aspects. It was good. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I liked the story. It was kind of neat. Um, yeah. So it yeah, was cool. I liked it. All right. Cool. I read my sigil, sigil omnibus. Jesus. That thing. How it's many like, issues is that? Well, there's a couple extras. Like, there's, like, a little limited series and some specials, but it's, like, 42 of the main book, I think, and then the extra. So, there's, like, 45, probably, total. Wow. Um, but, uh, you know, I hadn't read this since it initially came out, and I was reading it um, in the trade paperbacks and stuff. I really liked this back in the day, and I like it now. I think it's still pretty solid. It's a fun space epic. I think it's pretty well done. You did, there weren't a lot of books like this at the time that were just kind of, like, a big, sprawling, multi uh issue you know story that just kind of continued going with like a big giant intergalactic war i don't know it's fun it had a lot of a lot of good memories i enjoyed it 
I don't know if it's nostalgic, because I mean, I read it in my, like, my late 20s, or you know what I mean? So, but I still haven't read it for a while. There's a lot of the the world building that's kind of sprinkled in there, which you don't get all that if you're not reading the other series or understand the bigger story. And then towards the end, they are really geared up towards the whole negation war thing, which, okay. never, which never ended. Like, two or three issues came out, and then they never finished it. And they never really finished it. Because they went bankrupt before they could. I wish Marvel would just get those people together and just finish the negation they war. They can't now. Because who is... Who what do is, you mean they can't? Well, who's the writer? Tony Bedard, I think, was the writer. Tony Bedard? Paul Pelletier is the artist. They What's could, Paul Pelletier doing? I think he's doing DC stuff. I mean, they could get him over to... I don't know the Tony Hell, Bedard get someone else to write it or draw it. I don't even care. Right. But... Didn't they do... Didn't they do something like that with like one of the series? <laughs> they do they like did that? some. They did some like reimagining. They did like a ruse and a sigil, but it wasn't the sigil series, uh, okay. like limited series of it. Um, I hope they put out more of these omnibuses. I would love a Scion one. So I thought Scion was really cool. The Jim Chung one was pretty cool. I would totally buy that. Oh um, but yeah, it took me longer than I thought to read it. I thought they were really quick reads but i mean they are but when you read 42 issues of anything it's like it does take a while it yes. takes a while it's it's funny it's like i start to get i start to get like kind of impatient because i'm used to reading like six issue trades you know yeah that that you read and then you knock it out and you're like oh i finished that you know what i mean yep. oh, yeah and then you you're reading a 42 thing it's like it's even it just keeps though going yeah, it, it, even though it's not necessarily a grind, it kind of feels like you, a grind. You burn Cause out. Because I'm used to finishing like a chunk of something in like an hour, and then it takes me six hours, and it's like, well... Cause you, it's, you burn out. Yeah, I don't know what it is, what psychologically it is. Because like I'll read a novel over like multiple days, and it's fine. That's just how you read a novel. But with graphic novels, I'm expecting like a quick fix. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I guess. I, I have that problem sometimes, well, yeah. I definitely it's a, understand where you're coming from there. It's like a habitual thing. I don't know. It's weird. So, but no, it was good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was worth revisiting. I'm glad I get it. I have fond memories of reading those cross-gen stories. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because it's kind of a time anything. when I wasn't buying a lot of comics. And they kind of got me back into it because they were kind of different than superhero stuff. And it was kind of new. And, they had a lot of different formats. They had like those little anthology trades that had like a bunch of issues for a really good price. Mm -hmm. I think you get used to get like eight or nine issues in those things for like ten bucks or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, and at that time I was kind of broke. I had just started a family, you know, and it's like you were trying to make your comic book dollar stretch as far as it could, and so it was a nice way to do that. So, yeah, good stuff. Scott, back to Scott. It's back to me, huh? Yeah, so stop looking at your phone. All right, fine, I'll go. Oh, go phone. for it, Don. So I read, this has been out for a while. Yeah, I read more Batman. Batman, The Detective. It's a, min, a six issue. How many Batman series do you want to read every month? He reads a lot. Dude, this is, I've been catching up. This came out like two years ago. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just saying you buy a lot of fucking Batman comics. Man. I don't buy as many as I used to. Batman I know, but how many Batman comics do you need in your life? All of them. You don't need all of them. I trust me. I've read so some this comics one. That you don't need. I this one is one I wanted to talk about. So it's uh, Kubert. I think it's Andy. I like Andy Kubert. I can't remember. I always get them confused. I it's believe. Andy. I think it's Andy. You sure of that? Um. um anyway, the art in this thing is amazing. Is amazing. Because Andy Kubert and the story. Yeah, Andy Kubert. Who's um, the writer? Tom Taylor. And I was like Tom Taylor. 
Like, I, I think he's a pretty. Anything? I think he's a decent writer. I know, but I didn't know that he'd done anything. For Wasn't a while. he doing like, Wolverine for a while? Mm, I don't think Tom Taylor's ever done. I I could be wrong. I don't know. There's uh, been a lot of people that have done Wolverine. I just don't remember. Tom it Taylor. came with the gold key. They Do gave everybody run. a gold key comic book to, with the. Uh, I just wondered when the hell did this come out? So know. yeah, this may I. This came out in 2021. So oh you're back. Two it years came behind. Out, I'm two years behind. I thought it was an interesting story. It was well done. It had an introduction of, like, a new character that was, like, an old character. Yeah. Like, Batman's known him forever, but we've never met him or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's set, like, over in London. Basically, is what it what it comes down to is there's a... It comes down to another fucking Batman story. Yeah. There's a a villain, and she's going around killing Man. all of the people that Batman has saved. Oh, what a jerk. Because... They, <laughs> because Can Batman, you imagine Tom Taylor pitches? Because this, Batman saved... Get this. So Batman saved these people. Then there's this villain that's going around killing the people he killing saved. All and he's got to figure out who it is he's... and save them because he already saved them once. And the editor's like, oh, no way. Wait, Let's get Andy Cooper to draw Andy that. To I draw love it. it. The kids will buy it. Kids are going to buy um, this shit up. So the, the reason the reason the villain is going around killing the people that saved Bat- that Infantile Batman saved adults. is because there Batman saved someone and then that someone went out i believe they made a bad decision they were drinking and then they crashed into a car and killed that person's family oh and so if batman wouldn't have saved them then their family would still be alive so, so people who saved did go. bad things the one. Oh, the one. one person the person who's going around killing all the people that batman saved yeah batman saved someone and then that person that batman saved killed their family killed their family so yeah. now they're going around killing everybody that Batman saved because... Just in case that happens to just someone in case else. That, just in case, trying to set the record straight. Is their name Kindle? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, well, the art kinda... was really good. It was an interesting story. Sounds kind of gimmicky. Uh, it wasn't when I was in it. That's fine. I was digging it when cool. I was in it. Batman the Detective. Batman. Not Detective Comics. The not detective. Batman. Batman the Detective. Yes, Batman the Detective. Isn't that kind of implied in Batman? Only in Detective Comics. Did everybody read Axe Wither John? I did. I Let's did. talk about that. I... What was there was pretty awesome, right? I guess, visually. Yes, I thought the story was alright. The story was fine. I mean, there wasn't much, but I mean. I got. Like, to it and I'm like it's over well yeah there's half of a hardcover left well he's he's taking his time with this one I do I'm feel the same way I, I I do admit Especially when I first flipped it around he's definitely let the story $40 he's let the story breathe when I first I don't have a problem with the story breathing I have no problem I said with what I read yeah, I enjoyed absolutely it was but pretty short well when I felt, felt like well, yeah when I started on this I, I wondered it's like three issues it feels more than that a little bit, but maybe four. I, I bet the thing is that when I first was looking at this, I thought, "Huh, am I going to? Am I really going to like this or not?" And I really enjoyed it because I do feel, from a fantasy whatever aspect of things, it's got a fairly unique take of things going on here, and some cool surprises I think going and on. And a cool twist. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I mean twist. I like I say, I'd rather really call it little surprises, you know, gotcha. of things that kind of. Go outside the the norm, but uh, but yeah, I I liked it a whole lot more than I thought. But I do feel like you do, like 
wow, that was it? I know. You know a little bit? You well, know type things? Be a second one. Well, I'm sure there is <laughs> that type things. But here's my thing. Whatever I paid for it. Yeah. Was it forty or whatever? Yeah. Like if I paid forty dollars for that, like sure. I feel like I paid a little bit more than I probably should have paid for it. Yeah. You know but I mean? it's like a and first of all, it's not it wasn't first serialized in comic books, right? Yeah. Single issues, so you're paying for an OGN, which is always a slightly higher price point because you don't have the comic book right. single issues subsidizing it all. So okay. it's gonna be a little bit higher. Um he self published it, so that kinda cranks up the price, right? Right. He's right. not going through a printer and a publisher. And so it's, it it's, it's like a through Kodanashi or whatever. That's his comic book company. Oh. Yeah. That's his imprint that okay. he created. Okay, here's the thing. I get it. Like I'm I'm not really complaining about but why do I I don't need the fifty pages of pinups in the back and yeah. the back matter and sure. all that and stuff. All just the stuff me, about somebody critiquing my script and everything. You know else. I mean? Actually, I thought the Hickman critiques of his script were interesting. Like Hickman, like really. I don't even know what you're talking about. That was, was in this portion know. back here where <laughs> he's almost he gives, He's got the script. But he's got Hickman notes. He's got notes. the script and he's got uh, notes that came from. And Jonathan. some of the stuff that Hickman suggested, Hickman. he changed, and I think it really did make it stronger. Uh, like Hickman kind of like it's like, dude, instead of saying this, do it like this. I was just like, I don't know what this. And, and can care. you imagine? Hey, I'm gonna write a comic. Man, Hickman, can you like read my script and just kind of, you know, give me notes love, and kind of punch it like up? Hickman like graded him. <laughs> see, I didn't get what that was. I didn't. So the process thing was actually kind of interesting because okay. you could see like Hickman's like notes about well, what he told him to change and what then he did. Maybe it. I'm dissing it without knowing what I'm talking but about. But no, but but no, you're right. You don't need all that back matter. I'd rather have more comics, read. obviously, yeah, right? Um, but so. The falling off the cliff action scene mm-hmm. was just crazy insane. Yeah. Like, so good. And then I the I kind of like the freaking execution. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. Especially well, the execution. The yes, but then and when, the, the, end, when, when he, he turns into the squid thing or whatever, thing. like, that, that was the, pretty the awesome. last action that scene shit. was really cool. I know. <laughs> He's holding up the body. It head. took me a minute to figure out what was going on because I didn't realize that it was the old guy that turned in the squid. I thought it was the young guy. Like, I uh, got a little yeah. confused, oh, you got confused. Yeah. with the action. Yeah. And then he's like, you're whatever, squid the impaler or whatever the hell he called him. And he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, and the, the Cyclops guy. There's some fun characters. There are some fun characters. The Cyclops guy yes. with the... With the uh, lady, with the the oracle that yeah. just has threats, <laughs> yeah, just wakes up. You fucking fuckers, you <laughs> cocksucker thing. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get that. Yeah, no, it's really no, enjoyable. It's, it's but good. Yeah, it'd be it's enjoyable. Enjoyable. nice to have more, especially yes. for forty dollars. Yes. yes, that's that's my only thing. I got to. And, it, and, and, and to like, its credit, I think that does show that it's it's very enjoyable. I mean, mm-hmm. I liked what I got, and I just want more. Right. You know, in a lot of ways, yeah. you know, type things. Um, but yes, for for what it is and how quick you go through it and the price point, it's like well, woo, wow. That that falling off the mountain scene, I took a while. Oh, I did too. I just kind of looked at, stood <laughs> there and looked the, yeah. at the, at some of that. How yeah, many axes. That yeah, mother ever had. <laughs> yeah, well, then he's just sitting here spinning. You know, it's a boot. Uh, I'm like, where are all these body parts flying off? Like, I don't even know what to like. Like, it's like a it's just like a slow motion, like carnage death scene. Like, yeah. it feels very cinematic, but yeah. like, where would you see? Like, 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's nothing to compare it to that's been filmed that I can. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially like on that. Because yeah. he's like falling well, forever. Like, and he's just right. killing crap. Well, okay. What about, um, is it the, uh, the Black Widow? What's the one where they're falling out and the thing's falling and they're just like falling and fight? Is that? Oh, that might have been Black Widow Black where Widow? they do some of that. You know yeah, about, yeah, maybe? where they're falling from the so-called whatever the hell the thing's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there might have been that. I don't remember it all that well. Right. But. I don't know. But that was crazy. That, yeah. that was really cool. That was crazy. He talks a little bit about his influence. And I don't. I totally see the Jeff Darrow like influence oh, yeah. with the action and like even that falling scene. That's that's like something Jeff Darrow. Well, would do. The but detail some, but and, some but of the I detail like and the, the characters, I see a little bit of that Frank quietly. You know, yeah, which he exactly. Mentions that's as well. another one. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So both those things, I see that. Yeah. But I feel like uh, the pacing is is better than what Jeff Darrow often does with this stuff. You know what I mean? Like it seems like it's a little. Yeah, but uh, you know, tastes are different, obviously. But but yeah. Anyway, um, I got good. caught up on uh, I hate Fairyland. No, oh, I don't it? even know where I'm at. If I'm like, in what the, issue are you on? I don't remember. No, but what issue you have in your hand? No, this is something different. This is the Untold Tales of I Hate Fairyland. Uh, okay, so you got like a, I Hate Fairyland because Scott and I read the what the new series. The like new series, like the first five. I'm past that. Okay. I'm like in the next right, arc, well, maybe anything. even the next arc. No, I'm not even going to talk about don't it. Talk I, about I only it. brought the Untold Tales of I Hate Fairyland in, and I only brought the first issue because Aaron uh, Conley does Conley it. does it art does does. <laughs> Big giant barbarian dude that Aaron Conley turned. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, you've seen it? It was online. I think it was online. Oh, was it online? It, yeah, All these were published on A lot of the stuff he published on oh, Substack they, digitally. Yeah. I don't, I don't read digital shit. But, uh, I'm part of his Substack, so I just yeah, thought I that was as well. I thought that was really cool. The yeah. Aaron Conley story. Um, Although Drew probably paid more attention than I did on a lot of it, but I breezed through it. And oh, then, I did too. I think it's I only have one them. more. It's just this, and then yeah, that's it, right? Yeah, because we tag teamed everything. I got um, a mission I got my. Um, oh yeah, have you? Is I, that a complete story? I'll talk. About it. I backed the um, the uh, whistling skull. Uh huh. Um, and I got it. Oh cool. Um, I started to read it. I'm like halfway through it or whatever. Cool. Um, I really want to go back because I sort of remember it but I want to go back to the single issues and see how it's changed because I know it was originally called like the JSA in the Whistling School mm-hmm. or whatever but it seemed the story seems pretty coherent right now I don't know what they had to take that just seems like a nightmare right I'm not like, sure how that works I know like I don't know so yeah, anyway I want to go back but I'll talk I'll talk more about it but I did get that and it did start it so. cool um, this was my purge pile or reread um, Ignition City by Warren Ellis and I can't pronounce the artist's name. Anyway, at first I was like, I don't really like this guy's art. But as it went, he really grew on me and I really started to dig his art. Um, This is Avatar when Orin Ellis was doing a bunch of Avatar stuff. Only one trade ever came out. And it's kind of a complete story, like Scott was asking. But it lays on kind of like a cliffhanger as if there was definitely going to be more, but then they Mm -hmm. never did more. But what they have here is super cool. So like, it's like... It's like set in like the seventies, maybe fifties. I don't know. I remember reading this, but I don't remember very much about it. But we've explored space and we've like met aliens, and it's kind of like 
there's some Flash Gordon stuff. It's funny, she ends up in this place called Ignition City, which is like the only place left where you can actually launch into space, which is why it's called Ignition City. Because all the governments are like shutting down space travel. Like it's like passe, they're trying to stop it. Mm -hmm. And so this is the only place left. Well, all, well, for some reason, everybody in Ignition City are like all the cast out, you know, people have been to space and now the society doesn't want to deal with them anymore. But there's like these, uh, these representations of all your classic like space heroes like there's a guy who's like a representative of buck rogers and then you have like th the flash gordon you have flash gordon um gail and the doctor guy are all represented as characters sort of and then there's a, a dan dare character dale huh flash gordon and dale gail gail the girlfriend oh is it dale dale arden oh, i'm sorry it's dale arden but she's called gail in here oh okay. that's why i was confused sorry yeah you're right it's okay. dale arden yeah gotcha. and, but she's called gail okay here. but she's basically that character and then there's like the dan dare character who's like the british kind of flash gordon right and the main character is his daughter like the whole thing is like he was killed in this ignition city and she's going to like collect his stuff and find out who killed him type of thing that's the basic story it's like watchmen basically <laughs> But in five, six issues. But no, it's really cool. The art's really cool. I once I started to get like all the little references, I was like, oh, it's kind of, it's kind of slick or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, it was fun. It was well done. Once it get to going, it's typical Warren Ellis where he's got this whole like world developed, but then he won't actually come out and tell you about it. He'll just kind of hint at it, like in context. But I think he like had a lot more thought through that it doesn't come through in this. And since there was never any more, you never really get to explore it. So I feel it's kind of like a lost gem. But I really enjoyed what I read, so I think I'm going to keep it, even though it sort of finishes, but not really. Do you ever, did you ever read this? I'm thinking I might have, but I just don't know for you sure. You should reread it. It's worth a reread, because <laughs> I, I had forgotten most of it. I mean, it's almost it's like, like... You got the Rocketeer or something there. Yeah. But, but, yeah, there's one guy. He's like the sheriff. He's got like a Rocketeer outfit. But anyway, it's pretty decent. Or not pretty decent. It's pretty good. I really liked it. Did nice. you read your Donald Duck comic? I did not. He just brought it along. It came with my, uh, this thing. I understand. Okay. I heard the story. Came oh, out in 1979. Jeez. Wow. It's old. I just like looking at the ads old. for stuff like that. Right? Get your bag of laughs for only $2. <laughs> All right. Bag yeah. of laughs. Yeah. You guys are next. Knock them out. I read Savage Dragon uh, Ultimate Collection Volume 2. I can't wait till I get my copy. Yeah, I bet you can't. This thing just that rocks. Be in my next shipment. The nicest thing about it is that it, it wraps up the uh, the overlord. overlord, yes, thing of stuff. You know, I didn't like this quite as much as the first. Really? Yeah. Well, that's I think fair. that's because of the fact that it it seemed like it was cross crossover crazy. Uh, you yeah, know? there was the Wildcats Cause, crossover. Cause there, there. Well, there was the Wildcats, but then he's got his Freak Force, and he's got you know some yeah. other things going on, and then you got this, oh, see this in Freak Force, or see this in whatever the hell his other one was called. Yeah, he was Marvel trying to world whatever. Build. He was trying to world build, I understand, but that I, that to me was probably the the worst aspect, because it seemed like every freaking, you know, almost issue or something. Did you get that, that one issue where he so. was like, doing like a, every panel was like the backstory of some character? Didn't that feel very clunky to you? I don't know about backstory, but it, there was the one where he just kept flipping back and forth, you know, between the, what his, his old boss and, and the fight that he was doing. Oh, that was annoying too. No, there was one where he like, each panel, 
Um, he was like taking each character and kind of like talking about the character. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that too. Well, hell, I thought that was like early on. It was pretty early. On. I think it was when he was possessed by the thing and they're all fighting him. And yeah, then, yeah. And it's like it just felt really kind of yeah forced. No, clunky, I, I would agree cool. with some of that. Art was still pretty crazy oh, cool, yeah. you know, through a lot cool. of it. And, you know, lots of blood. And I mean, he definitely knows how to draw the action, Absolutely. you know, aspect. Yeah. And I think he's he's pretty good at trying to find unique ways to get a fight to happen or whatever sure. the hell else, you know, type stuff. But yeah. overall, I think that whole crossover feeling this need of, you know, having, you know, yeah. all these characters coming in and out all the damn time, I think to me kind of pulled me out there a little bit. Yeah. But... I do like the fact that it just seems like th- that the dragon gets his ass kicked all the time, too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he He's always in the hospital he, healing, he regrowing is. limbs yes. or whatever. I'm like, wow, you can never depend on this guy if you're in a fight. That's for sure. But, uh, but yeah, like I said, not quite as good as the first, but, yeah. uh, but still a fun you know, read of things. Yeah. I think it gets better. I think this one was probably, you know, he was still kind of, well, he's still trying to figure out. things out, and he was, like yeah. you said, world building, you know, for all the stuff that he wanted to have out there, yeah. you know, and so he trying to get more little... things. So overstretched a little bit, yeah, and, and you know, so. like I said, it, it feels a little crossover crazy. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah, I got to blend this all so everybody knows that this stuff yeah. is in the same, you know, uh, Well, I think that's part of the universe, too, but I also think that, like, I don't know. I think the early days of Image like that, I mean, they were just trying to... See what sell, it hit. Sell, yeah. books. sell books. And I think, yeah. And I think that the, and, and the, uh, the TV show is starting to hit around. Yes. Time. And I think that he does mention something about that as well. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know, you got to start while the iron's hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no fault. Yeah. Um, so, and I don't know that, I don't know that Savage Dragon was like the huge hit that everything else was. I would say it probably was not. Um, I mean, it wasn't the spawn. It wasn't the spawn. I mean, he was making a shit ton of money. Oh yeah, sure. But it wasn't the the top top. He also didn't hire a whole studio of people and pay them really good rates. But what I'm trying to get at is, like, I think, you know, as many it back then, well, ever comic people are the same. But I mean, if somebody's really digging spawn. And you have Spawn in your comic book, then they're gonna yeah. buy Savage Dragon, and then maybe yeah. they'll keep buying it. So yeah, I think absolutely. there was a lot of, there was a lot of crossover early on with the whole image yeah. universe with everything. Sure. Yeah. Um, Speaking of image. Yeah. So I only, so this was uh, Skybound X. It was like the ten year anniversary of Skybound. Yeah. Um, so there's one main story that goes through all five issues, which is Rick Grimes 2000. <laughs> Which is fucking awesome because it's Ryan Otley artwork. Yeah. Oh. And it's basically ugh. Rick Grimes with the lightsaber. Did you flip through this? Yeah. yeah I had a couple issues because there are uh, a couple ones I wanted. It's Rick Grimes me. with a lightsaber. But the Ryan Otley artwork, oh my god. Like that monster and then just like the brand. I mean, it's, it's just freaking crazy. So it's like aliens come down while the, while the whole zombie things going on and they're trying to steal like all our water or whatever so now you're fighting zombies and aliens of course and rick grimes has a lightsaber um it's a really cool whatever story and so like each issue had that as the first story and then they had like a birthright story 
Um, there was like Stillwater. Um, there's Basically a Clementine. Yeah. Huh? Basically, all the Image series had like yeah. a little Manifest Destiny. There's like an Ultra Mega. Um, Science Dog. Which... Yeah, Science Dog. Science Dog. Science dog. Of Did course. Did you ever read any? What was Science? Science Dog? Did he have like his own series? I think he had like a one shot or a something. One shot. Might have been a series. Wasn't that a Kirkman one? Yeah. Kirkman. Uh, there's like a Redneck and Excellence thing. Um, six Sidekicks of Trigger Keaton. Do you have that? <laughs> six Sidekicks. Six sidekicks, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've read that one. Have I read it? I don't know what you've read. That's actually a pretty good one. Have you not read one. Six Sidekicks of Trigger Keaton? That's a great series. I might have. It's, it's like where all like the there's some actor and like his sidekicks he's a total asshole shows, and like, his sidekicks and, like, yeah try and find him well and... yeah he kicks the shit out of a monkey in this one <laughs> the monkey's like a sidekick and he beats the shit up I don't think I've read it I really <laughs> want to though. I'll grab it for you because it's uh, I will want it back though. but it's another one in which Starks writes it and it's uh, Chris or whatever Schweitzer. Or, or Schweitzer Schweitzer yeah yes. that that does the art yeah. Um, which I didn't bring it, but I did read it. Uh, he's coming back. Um, there was a Mars Attacks series that came out like it's probably been like three years from now, three years ago. But it was uh, Kyle Starks wrote it and Chris Schweitzer did the artwork in it. Um, and it was like a five issue uh, Mars Attacks hmm. series. Yeah. Um, Schweitzer. That would be a cool team to get like come to air cap it would be but they always go to planet though not always um i know a couple years they were both there i don't think schweitzer might have been there last year but i don't think kyle starks was was he last year yeah i don't know i didn't actually go last year so i can't Uh, say maybe you did i know that they were both there like a couple years i was telling well yeah two years ago they were because that's when i went and i got something from kyle I had to get something from Chris as well, but I didn't get the opportunity, so... I was telling him that I read, it's been a long time, but it came out a long time ago, that Mars Attack series that mm-hmm. Kyle Starks and... Chris Schweitzer. Uh, Chris Schweitzer. That's a great series. Yeah. I had was. it. I got rid of it. Nice. You got them both to sign it. And nice. And did a little... It was probably at Planet. It was at Planet. Planet. Yep. Two years ago. Yep. Did you buy a page of artwork from him? Mm-hmm. From Chris Schweitzer? Yes. I got a sketch from him, too. And a sketch from Kyle. I just bought a piece I got of my cool kick ass cover from Kyle. Yeah, you got the Emperor Palpatine or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, Rick as Emperor Palpatine <laughs> to go with my Homer as Vader. I don't think I've read this, but it's pretty solid. Maybe. maybe All right. I have. Okay. Are we up to the goon? We are up to the goon. We are. One more, right? Is there one yeah, more? One more. And well, then, the, then we well, do the, the last one. We're going to do the last one. Yeah, this one was kind of weird. Um, I this it was one good, though. I really liked it. I felt like they were finally too. were moving the story forward a little bit. And you had a lot of backstory. A lot of backstory. Um, did you know that that girl was gonna break his heart again? I thought no. maybe he was gonna have some. I did not. I do admit that it was shocker. <laughs> surprising, but not surprising. Correct. Like, you know, surprising, but not surprising. I thought. Yeah. Surprising. Can't the goon be happy? It was. You uh, kind of were hoping for this, and then they just ripped your hope out. And you're yeah. like, oh fuck. It did. So. And the poor like boxer guy, his whole story. Oh, yeah. and That was kind of tragic. Yeah. It did seem it's a lot of sadness. Sad. That's what it I was, was going with. I mean, while it's moving the story around. It's there's not a whole lot of humor in this one. No. Well, there is that uh, 
That guy that keeps shitting on every, true. everything it's that Frankie funny. has. <laughs> that first one when he's at the bar, I thought somebody put a pickle. It looked like a pickle. Somebody <laughs> put a pickle in his beer. So the last... It turned out it was not a pickle. So the next story finishes something. Like it kind of comes to a sort of... Well, they left this whole gang war thing... I don't know what they did. I, they tied that up they in the air. They did not finish it. So Are you I, sure? Well, Pretty not from sure. where I read. Yeah, so maybe I... Well, I mean, the, the next trade finishes it, maybe. Oh, I think it does. I would agree. But at least for where we read to this point. Because this was fairly short. I think it was only like four issues. I think they're all just, they're so, all just four so, issues. Um, but I think they said after... But for whatever reason, it just felt like this one was really, really short than some of the others. But I don't know, man. There was a lot of dialogue. Yeah, that could be. There was a lot of, yeah. like, uh, I think not the dialogue. Time. There were a lot of caption boxes. There was a lot of writing. Okay. Like, it was... There were some issues that had the backstory where they had, like, a lot of prose. text. Yeah. Yes. Prose. Text. I agree. Yeah. That. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it seemed like there no, was a lot. There was some, yeah. But, no, it's, at the end of it, it says to be continued in the Lords of Misery, right? Uh, no. I don't remember that. Well, we well, didn't after, that. after the next story, sorry. Oh. Okay, it says to be continued in Lords of Misery. Did you read ahead or something? Yes, I looked ahead. <laughs> you looked ahead. <laughs> so at the end of the trade, it says to be continued in Lords of Misery. Yes. All right. Before that came out, he relaunched Goon with a new number one under his Albatross thing, and he started a whole new series, and he's back on Lonely Street. And then, like, years later, this Lords of Misery finally came out, and supposedly it bridges the gap between this story and him being back. Hmm. So, I don't know. It's weird. I'm curious how it's going to all shake out. Do you have the Lords of Misery? I don't even know what that is. Go look in your comics. I bet you have it. <laughs> is it it's the Goon, the goon Lords, Lords of, of Misery. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a one-shot. Like a prestige format type thing, almost. Did you, do you log everything in your app now? I do. As you get it? Oh, it just came out? No, like a year ago, let's say. It came out a year ago. It came out Do you log stuff as you read it or as you I get it? I log stuff as I read it, which I think I'm going to switch to log it as I get it. <laughs> as you buy it. Because, okay, I mean, you've got boxes and boxes of stuff you haven't read. True. So you have boxes and boxes of stuff that isn't logged. True. Okay. But I don't recall seeing, because I flipped through stuff. And I put stuff away. I don't remember ever seeing anything. Well, let's establish that we all have really bad memories. Well, it appears that it just kind of comes out like that, though. I mean, that's the photo I'm seeing, the Lords of Misery. You know, it doesn't even say the goon. It just says part of the goon. And it came out in 2020. That's when at least this did. That's a paperback. Because you were buying the new goon series, right? Yes. Okay. So you probably would have bought that. I thought I might have bought it, but I don't know if I have it. I'm not sure I knew what it was. I have Lords of the Ultra Realm. That's a great book. Is it? Um, And I have Lords of the Ultra Realm Special. I don't see Lords of Misery. Hmm. All right. Well, anyway. I don't know. So, yeah. So, this arc was pretty cool. Very sad. Some of the art was the most amazing art he's done, though. There was definitely some very good art through there again. You know? And Um, different... Almost styles. Yeah, in, he's in, jumping yeah. around. Like yeah. even between like panels, he's like jumping different styles. But like the page where Goon like loses it, you know, and really gets tormented. Oh, those, like like this one's really cool. Yes. And then when he gets uh, 
like that page is super cool, you know. Just Show like, me your face. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's pretty great. So it was pretty pretty solid. Oh, no. oh yeah. yeah. I don't believe that. that I have that. Cool. I have the June twenty five cent edition. Do you is have the Lord's of Misery? I don't think I do. I'm gonna look really? around. I thought maybe I did, but wow. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I 100% knew what it was, and I was kind of. The goon was kind of wrapping up, and so I was like, man, I really just want to rebuy this stuff as trade paperbacks, but I don't know. I can see that. Well, it's not very expensive on Amazon. No, I think it's cheap. You so. know, it's a whole, what is it, tier paperback? It looks like it's like seven bucks. Yeah. Something like so. that. Anyway, go ahead. Anybody got anything else? Nope. Scott? I don't think Any go backs? I do. All right, cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.